Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. The title of this story is Noblesse Oblige, which is French for the responsibility that nobles have to make the lives of those under them and those around them better, not just for them to take advantage of the respect that their station gives them, but to actually do something with it. This story again looks at Haryana and Malora, and also uh, mentioned in it is uh, the land to the north of Johaland, um, a place that's separated by a great wall, and there are ruins there. Uh, I'm working on a children's story at the moment set in the world of Giant's Reach and it will mostly be set there beyond the wall so enjoy this early mention of it. Noblesse Oblige The tax collector leaned on the doorway tearing off hunks of bread and stuffing them into his mouth. Come on, he said in between mouthfuls. Cough up. It's half again what it was last month, Melora snapped. You're just on the take. He straightened up, cheeks colouring. See, I might have been prepared to accept a little less as payment for that loaf, but insulting an officer of the council as he goes about his business? (coughs) Poor choice, Baker girl. His hand dropped to the billy club on his belt, and she shook her head. Look. I'll pay it. Just wait there so I can get the extra coin out. Just wait a moment, a strident voice called out, followed by the sound of sturdy boots ringing on cobbles. Haryana hove into view, pointing at the tax collector. I couldn't help but overhear as I walked past, and I was wondering if you have the paperwork to back this up. The man frowned. You what? By law... All tax collectors must carry with them the charter of office that determines the rate of tax they're permitted to collect, Haryana said. If the rates have increased, it'll be listed there. She held her hand out expectantly. As if you'd be able to read it, the tax collector scoffed. Haryana leaned close. Try me. He held her iron gaze for a moment and spat on the floor. Gah, give that ear, baker girl, and we'll get back to this another time. Melora passed him the small bag of coin, and no sooner had he snatched it from her than he was heading back to the armoured wagon in the centre of the yard. Thank you, Melora murmured to Haryana. Think nothing of it, she replied. I can't stand to see little people with a bit of power thinking they can act all hoity-toity. Cup of tea? Melora shook her head. I can't, I'm afraid. Bread to make, but I've got water almost boiling if you'd like something here. Haryana paused for a moment then nodded. Of course. A minute later, they were perched on high stools at Melora's work table. She tried to sweep some of the excess flour to one side. I'm so sorry about the mess, she said. Goodness, don't worry about that. It's a workspace. Frankly, I'd be disappointed if it was spotless. Nothing more sad than something not being used for its intended purpose. Haryana sipped at her tea and nodded appreciatively. So, can you really read? Learned when I was a girl, Haryana said. You're a bright young thing, probably worked out by now that I was raised in, shall we say, higher circles. Father was minor nobility, something of an explorer. He made sure that I was well educated. So why are you living here? Don't you have a a townhouse or an estate? 
Goodness, no. Father, for all his practicality, wasn't very good with money. I didn't find out until too late, of course. We had an estate, but he'd sold all that to fund his expeditions. And when he passed on a couple of years ago, it was to leave me with a small mountain of debt. I had just enough left to buy and renovate the house I'm in now after I'd finished dealing with his creditors. Melora looked at the woman with new eyes, at the grey in her hair that maybe didn't belong there yet, and the tension around her eyes. She was as sharply dressed as always, but although the clothes were finely made, there were signs of wear and tear, stitches loose, a small rip in the hem of the tight-fitting trousers. You said expeditions. What sort? Johallen's northern border is a great wall, a remnant of an ancient civilization, Haryana said, and the lands beyond that are rife with ruins and mystery. Father was always fascinated by it, but ultimately he always spent more than he made. So what will you do? Honestly, I've got no idea. For the first time, the woman seemed lost, a frown beetling across her brow. I'll let you know when I've worked it out. The certainty in her voice strained away as she stared into space. I'm sure there'll be something. Well, you've already done a great deal for me today, Melora said, draining her cup. I'd have been in trouble myself if I'd had to pay that tax collector the amount he was asking. I'm in your debt. Hariana straightened and the steel was back in her voice. Think nothing of it, she said, waving her hand and setting her cup down. I must be going. You've got work to do. She walked to the door and opened it. Thank you for the tea. Before Melora could respond, Hariana was gone, the door slamming closed behind her. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 